Welcome to the BJJ Counselor Podcast. I'm your host, Bakaria Kill. Today we're going to talk about shadow grappling. I'll explain about what that is in more detail, but first let me start you off with a quote. The one thing about old Marty Mar, he ain't gonna get hit and he ain't gonna hit nobody. Now that was comedian Martin Lawrence imitating his trainer and talking about his golden glove days. His trainer used to watch Martin spar in the ring, watch him shadow box, and he used to laugh because Martin Lawrence used to dance around the ring a lot and he wasn't going to get hit, but he also wasn't going to hit anyone. He was actually perfecting his style. And that's what I want to talk about today. When I used to box, we spent round after round after round shadow boxing. After three rounds of jumping rope, two rounds of sit-ups and crunches, a round of push-ups, and a round of general calisthenics, we would spend three to six rounds of shadow boxing before we moved on to the double end bag, speed bag, and then heavy bag. And this was all before you started sparring. In front of the mirror, we would work on our jabs, crosses, hooks, movement and feints and defense. It was where we established our fighting styles. We imagined what we would do to avoid punches, how we would lay it on thick, or work on a bob and weave style. Combinations were born in these moments. Now, I remember when I was a child, and around, let's say, 8 to 10, I would play war. And I would imagine that I had an objective to meet, and I would go back and forth, you know, whether it was I was in a an old village, you know, um, you know, fighting with swords or if I had machine guns, whatever the case may be, or if it was a straight uh, a movie where I was just, you know, punching and kicking and fighting my way out of it and I have knocked down drag out fights. That's when, you know, fighting styles are, are kind of born when you are a child, you're imagining these things of what you would do. Sure it was play, but it was also a way of formulating how you were going to do things later on. Now, when it comes to shadow uh, boxing or or going through movements, boxers do it, Muay Thai fighters do it, kickboxers, people in karate through kata, etc. They all shadow box. But it has always puzzled me why I don't see more Brazilian jiu-jitsu grapplers do it. You know, when I was a judoka, I used to go through my techniques all of the time. I would practice takedowns, I would practice foot sweeps, I would practice, you know, twisting for throws, blocking throws. I would go through whole sequences to try to prepare myself. And in doing that, that allowed me to become a better judoka, especially with my foot sweeps. I would just go down, say for instance, when I used to work at this Walgreens, and since I was in the package store, when people wouldn't come in, you know, for 5, 10, 15 minutes, I would go down the aisles and I would just practice my foot sweeps. I would just go up and down the aisle practicing my foot sweeps. And it got to the point where I was very, very good at foot sweeps and I used them to this, this very day. But it was in those sessions of shadow boxing or shadow grappling rather is where I learned how to do those techniques and not in class because there wasn't enough time for me to do that. So it's allowing you a way to be free to imagine what if I think a submission wrestler should shadow grapple to imagine what they might face and how they would react to do it. 
You can start from standing or on your knees in turtle position or on your back. The choice is yours. From there, you can just start grappling. I think shadow grappling can help a person build up defenses and work on his or her chain of techniques. Also, by shadow grappling, you will quickly learn the limits of your skills. What do you do next after your takedown? What do you do after a mount? Now what? Can you connect eight techniques together seamlessly? If boxers, Muay Thai practitioners, and Taekwondo experts can do it, why can't you? I think that in our sport, there isn't much time that's allowed for you to learn what you would do and you know on your own i don't think it's it's pushed a lot often you'll you'll go to class you'll do your warm-ups you'll be taught a technique and you'll drill with someone a few times you'll go back and forth but when paired up with someone there's only so many times that someone's going to allow you to do a technique so many times you're going to allow to practice a certain movement or you can ask someone hey can you start off here so i can work on this technique so I think that shadow grappling would be a, a good tool for a person to use where they can go and work on the techniques that they want to work on. Can you work on all of them? No. However, you can work on certain things. Say, even you can get a heavy bag, you know, or you can use a, a grappling dummy and just start working with that to, in order to find out what you'll do in certain situations or how you want to run uh, a scenario. You don't always have to have a partner to improve. Sometimes it's okay to act like a kid and pummel an imaginary opponent or get pummeled by one. It is just one more way to add an advantage to your grappling experience and for you to gain an advantage over your peers who don't do it. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. As always, don't forget to like and subscribe. You can uh, answer the questions that I have below for this uh, podcast if you're in spotify and you can buy my books on amazon or wherever books are sold psychology of bjj and grappling 101 all right guys take it easy and until next time peace